Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Christians are dangerous Christians. <laughs> Full. Full. And that's what we're getting this weekend is we're getting full. I love that. I love that. I love that. You can be seated tonight. And, and uh, don't unhook, please. Please don't unhook. <laughs> so full Christians are dangerous Christians. People that stay full. You notice tonight, this is kind of like a filling station. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, it's, it's just the flow. It's the flow. And, and you know, it's, it's not just about one person. It's about what God wants. <laughs> so I don't know about y'all, but in myself, I don't have anything, but it, within him, we have everything see, that he's given us. And we need to, we need to highly um, not diminish that, I should say. I, I can't think of the word right now. Yeah, it's thank you, esteem. We esteem what he's given us. And, and so we know that uh, fullness matters. And so when they held up, when they held up uh, Reverend Joel's book, you know, filled, I'm like, man, that's kind of like the mantra of my life, you know, because I mean, especially in, in, in life, it gets crazy. You guys, you know, live life and you have kids and you have grandkids and, and there's things going on. There's, there's fullness in your life, meaning there's a lot of things going on, but sometimes that's not the fullness that we want, <laughs> right? That's just extra stuff on our plate. And, and so we need to learn to, to um, balance those things and do it, uh, do it skillfully, I guess is the word, and, and be able to, to, to know what to handle and what not to handle, what to be around and what not to be around. And you guys made a good choice this weekend. <laughs> you guys are in the right place at the right time. Amen. Amen. So, um, you know, we can't do this on our own. And uh, we need his help. So let's turn here, first of all. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Hopefully you brought your Bibles. That would be a good thing to bring to a, a conference, a meeting like this, huh? 2 Corinthians 4, 16. And you guys know how I am back there. By the time I turn to it, if you just read it off, I mean, have it for me. Um, so um, I like this. I'm going to read this. I've heard this quoted many times, but it's, it's still one of my favorites. You know, Smith Wigglesworth. He said that our only safeguard from dropping back into our natural mind from which we can receive nothing from God is to be filled and to be filled again with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to read that again. (laughs) Our only safeguard from dropping back into our natural mind from which we can receive nothing from God. Everybody say nothing. Can't see if we receive anything from God through the, the, the noggin here. You can't, you, can't, you can't receive anything. And so uh, from dropping back into our natural mind from which we can receive nothing from God is to be filled and to be filled again with the Holy Spirit. So we have to be filled and we have to stay filled. And I like what so many people say. They say we, we leak. You know, a lot of times we leak, you know. And so hopefully you've lived, you know, this whole year, this calendar year, 
And this isn't the, the first time in, in that, that time frame that you're going to get filled again. I can't wait to go next year <laughs> to that conference because, man, I'm going to get filled up. How about, how about I can't wait to wake up on Monday morning because I, I'm going to take what I got on Sunday and I'm going to actually do something with it. So Monday morning, man, I'm so excited. Right? What happened to that? <laughs> but we, we, we tend to, you know. We, we tend to go from conference to conference or big thing to big thing, you know, um, or your favorite speaker to favorite speaker. But, you know, there's a place that he has for us every day in his presence and that, that secret place. And this is a everyday living, everyday living, living from that place every day. Amen. And being, and being full. All right. So um, we can't do this on our own. And I like what 2 Corinthians 4.16 uh, says. Uh, I'm going to read it up here. Uh, Therefore, we don't lose heart. You ever felt like you've lost heart? Yeah. yeah. And, and so even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. I like the NLT says, though our bodies are outwardly wasting away. Now, I'm kind of old enough now to kind of, we can, we can have fun with that one, right? <laughs> Anybody have fun with that one? <laughs> what does it say again? It says, though our bodies are outwardly wasting away, our inward man, that place right there on the inside, right? Our home on the inside, that place is being renewed. You know, there's renewable energy, you know, renewable things, all the different. Well, you have this, this battery pack on the inside, and, and it's, it's more powerful than a locomotive, able to... What is it? Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. I mean, you can do stuff. You're like superwoman, right? On the inside, but our outward man is is being is is being is decaying, and it's and it's, you know, it's it's not going going good for that 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 thing. <laughs> so that's I just won't. I don't want to make bad confessions. All right. So though our outward, outward man perishes, our inward man is being renewed day by day. How do we do that? We, we spend time with him. We, we get in the word of God. We, find, we know all that. Oh, I want something. I want a real heavy revy tonight. Well, um, you know, I don't have anything else other than that, right? Because we have to, we, that's, our, that's our answer is by spending time with him, having a relationship with him. It's about being, uh, as you go in and you spend time with him or you're just throughout your day, you, you're a container, of, of his presence. Yes. Whenever you walk, whenever you talk, this is just come, that's coming out of you yeah. because you've spent time with him. But see, um, when you don't, you're empty. Right. And see, empty people don't have anything to give. Yeah. Right. Empty people don't have anything to offer. But we're containers of his glory, containers yes. of his presence. Yes. And those containers only get filled by spending time with him. Yes. Amen. 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 And, and being around the things uh, of God. All right. So we understand that that's how we renew ourselves. You know, he said in um, John 10, 10, the thief, of course, that comes to steal, kill and destroy. But he said that I've come that you might have. Hmm. I could run around this room on this one. Hey, he came that we might have life and life more abundantly. Another version says to overflowing. Shoo, shoo, overflowing. Out, out the top, right? He came that we might have life and I might have life more abundantly, overflowing. How do I do that? By spending time with him, by getting in his presence, by, by in that place on my containers getting filled up. 
Amen. And so, you know, I have two water bottles because they know me. But two, you know, but, you know, this isn't even filled. That's cheap. I want a refund. <laughs> I mean, they don't even fill that to the top. But, but you know, if, if that's filled to the top, but then think about overflowing. You can be filled to the top with, with God's word and his presence, right? But we want to be overflowing. That we spill out on the people around us. That we spend, we spend enough time with him that it just sloshes, it sloshes out. And I, you know, come on, I'm getting ahead in my notes. But who did that? Peter and John. I mean, they were walking. Was it Peter? And, and they were walking to the gate beautiful. And, and, or, and they were walking up that way. And, and it, said, it said in the word that his shadow. It just, I mean... There was so much in him, this, the power of God, right? And, and so, I mean, we have to have that about us and in us so that people's lives will be changed and touched. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Let me go here. All right. So he came that we might have life and life more abundantly. Um, yeah. I came that they might have life and have it and enjoy it and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Till it overflows. Some of y'all are looking at me like, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so full. Full Christians are dangerous Christians. Full Christians are dangerous Christians. What does that mean? The enemy hates full Christians. He hates full Christians. He does not want you to be full. He does not want you to be in this conference. He does not want you to get touched by God. He does not want you to touch your family. He does not want you to say things uh, that are good. He does not want you to. He doesn't want you to be in church. In fact, he wants you to. He wants you to go the opposite direction. Tell me this year how many of you in here have 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 had the thought? I just I I, I just you know I don't need to go to church anymore. Come on, tell me. No, more than one person, you lie. Tell me. Tell me. Come on, raise your hand. I'm a pastor's wife, and I have. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, just be honest. All right. The reason I'm asking that is because the enemy is on, he's on overtime right now. I mean, he's, he's always, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but he, he is on it. And so if he's on it and he's never going to stop, you better be on it and you never stop. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, full of the things of God, full of his power, full of answers, right? Because in his presence, we get that. We have that. But there's that tendency to go, to, to fall, you know, to fall back, just to, you know, just to get lax and lazy, right? We're living in that time. I know some of you are waiting for the real heavy. I mean, come on. That's just not, that's just not how I do, okay? So everybody's got their papers. And it's like, when is it coming? So, yeah. Yeah, so the enemy comes for our fullness. He comes for our fullness. He wants, to, he wants you to not be full. He wants you to just be just as lukewarm, just as crusty, as everybody else. You know what, Krusty? You ever, come on, I do this often. My husband knows it. I mean, I put toast in and then I multitask. Anybody do that? Anybody do anything else while they're cooking or anything else? I do it all the time. I do. And it's not, that's not about, I mean, come on. I just, I put it in or I cook and I'm like, oh, I was cooking eggs and I was cleaning the toilet or something. I, I multitask. And so, but, but when you put, when you put toast in, 
and you forget about it, and, or if it's on a setting, it, it, it's, it comes up. It's crusty and crispy. That's the way a lot of Christians are. They're dry. They have no taste. Yeah. They're burnt around the edges. Everybody say, that's not me. I'm full. I'm full. I'm going to stay full. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he attacks us, and, and, and we're not here to talk about what he does. We're here to talk about what God does. But I just, I want to I throw that out there for you in case you thought it was God doing that to you. Because <laughs> it wasn't, right? It's the enemy. He comes against you. He tries to barrage your mind. He tries to take those things out, out that, that have been put in. He does. He wants to try to lure you out, lure you away. But we're not taking the bait. We're not going to do it. So what's at stake if we don't stay full? An empty, lifeless Christian walk with no power. And then what happens when, when that happens is uh, those are the people that say, see, I told you that faith stuff didn't work. I, I told you that that faith stuff doesn't work. I, I told you that God doesn't answer prayer. See, I asked him 14 times and he never answered me. And they get mad at God. And they're still mad at him. Right? But that's not us. We stay full. How do we stay full? Man, we can sit here for, for a long time and talk about how to stay full. You can stay full by praying in the Holy Ghost. That's a good one right there. If we just took that one point. You want a good one? Write that one down. That's a good one. <laughs> stay, stay full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm just circling the airport. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. If you want to stay full, just Shakora, Masita, Laganda, Regesto, Marandi, Regesto, and just start praying in the Holy Ghost. Yeah. When, when you're busy, when things are going on, stay, stay full in the car, on the way to your doctor's appointments, wherever you're going. Staying full is by praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying, building up yourselves. What is it, Jude? Yeah, on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. I, this is a weird conference. I've never. No, we'll give you an opportunity to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, it'll change your entire life. You will not be the same person. I loved Pastor's testimony on Sunday. I never heard him tell his whole testimony how he got filled with the Holy Ghost. But I was like, oh, I wanted to be there for that. But that's so cool how you go from just being a nominal Christian, not that, that you're still going to go to heaven and all that, is, but when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, something changes on the inside of you. You are not the same person anymore. You become power, power packed, powerful. Everything, when you start talking, you're like, yeah, huh. On the inside, you have a different walk. You have a wild look in your eye. You are full, overflowing, everything you need. It's just coming out everywhere you go. See <laughs> a wild eye. One goes one way, one goes the other. <laughs> so <laughs> we want to we want to keep full. I guess you know that that's the title of my message: is being a carrier, being full. So um, empty. Uh, yeah. So uh, what's his power for? His power is within us and it enables us to have a life of victory. His power is there for a purpose. His power is there for a purpose. You know, it sometimes is so funny because we have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us and we don't let him participate in our lives. We don't. We don't. We just go through life and as if there's no, there's, 
The third person of the Trinity is not on the inside. We are not asking him what he wants. We are not. We're just going through life, just acting like we got it. We know everything, right? And he's like, the genius is on the inside of us. And he's the one on the inside that gives us the answers to questions that we need. Everything we need is on the inside. We just have to tap into that place, right? That deeper place and learn to learn to get the answers that we need from that place. Amen. 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 So it enables us to live a life of victory. Hallelujah. 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 Psalms 71, 18. I like this in the NIV. It, this is one of, I like this verse a lot. It says, even when I'm old and gray, that's not me yet. Do not forsake me, God, not that part, but until I declare your power to the next generation. Hey, I'm going to declare his power to the next generation. I'm going to be full. I'm staying full. Power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. I'm going to read that again. (laughs) Even when I'm old and gray, do not forsake me, God, until I declare your power to the next generation, your mighty acts to all who are to come. That's the NIV translation. So his power is for other people. His power is not just for us, but it's for other people. Listen, how selfish and hoggy of us, is that a word? Hoggy of us, is it to keep it all for ourselves? I mean, to come, it's hoggy. To come to a conference, that's a new word. To come to a conference like this and to take it back and just say, I just, I want, you know, I, that's fine. That's fine to be, you know, you want to be around the things of God, but it's also to take in and to give out. I said it's to take in and it's to give out. People ought to know that we're different. They ought to know that there's something different about us. A trademark of a full Christian is power. Come on. The trademark of a full Christian is power. Power. Power to live. Power to give to other people through our words and our actions. Yeah. Souls. Hello. Where's my mic? I always tap it. Yeah, hello. Souls. Reaching other people. Right? The power is not just for us to have goosebumps and to fall out on the floor and run around the room. Great. Wonderful. Love it. Right? But it is for other people. And so I'm constantly... Constantly, wherever I am, I'm checking on the inside. Lord, uh, come on. I want to I speak to somebody. I want to talk to somebody. I, show me who's crying out. They need an answer. Uh, I, I want to go through that drive through today. I want to see some. I want to talk to somebody. I want my light to shine, but I want the power. There's nothing worse. Nothing worse than trying to use a flashlight when it is on his last leg. And it's like you go to turn it on and it's like just a tiny, just a little wee light. It's like a wee wee light right there. And you can't even see it, right? You can't see it. That's not us, y'all. Everybody say, that's not me. No, a bright, shining light. That's who I am. The power of God on the inside of me is a Duracell extra battery. Never stops. The, the Duracell bunny never stops. I never stop. I never stop. Come on. Is that the dirt to cell battery commercial? Yeah, yeah. It keeps going and going and going and going. And when you feel like you can't go anymore, he's on the inside of you to help you to go further than you've ever gone. The Duracell, the power of the Holy Ghost is on the inside of you to go further and better every day in, in that plan. Amen. Huh. Hey. So we were talking today about electric cars 
And it, it, it was like, I got to thinking about that. Electric cars, you know, you go, you go plug your car in. It just seems weird. <laughs> but when I think about that, you know, any, did anybody have an electric car? Tell me. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, okay, I'm not making fun. All right. So, but, but you have an electric car, but you have to have it plugged in for a certain amount of hours for it to, to, yeah, to 10 minutes? Yeah, to work. Okay, it, it doesn't take long in the presence of God. You know, sometimes, you, you, you know, people say, oh, I, I've got to go spend two hours. Well, why don't you just, like, make it a lifestyle? Yeah. We can just make it a lifestyle. And you say, you know, right now, Lord, I just, and you're just, like, going from place to place, and you're just stirring yourself up, and your tongue is that stirring stick, right? It's like chocolate milk. You ever, you ever got the Nestle Quick chocolate milk stuff out? Some of you are just looking at me like, it's so funny. You take it and, you know, you have, you have milk and then you have the chocolate syrup stuff and you go like that and you make it go in there, but it all globs up and goes to the bottom. You ever notice that? And so it's all down at the bottom. But what do you need to get it to turn into chocolate milk? Essentially, it's not chocolate milk yet because you have to stir it. Amen. So we want to stir up. The gift on the inside. We want to stir up the chocolate milk so we can drink the goodness thereof. Right? And, and, so, and so we want to be able to do these things on a daily basis. How do I stir up the gift? Remember at the beginning I said everybody has a part. How do I stir that up? I pray in the Holy Ghost. I, I get my tongue going. I get this going and I stir myself up so that there's power available, not just for me, but answers for other people. Amen. If it seemed dry and lifeless and things haven't looked like they're, they've been changing quick enough, if you'll take a few minutes, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost and just start to begin to speak and, and to stir yourself up, you'll see that there's a change that'll come. All right? Amen. By praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 Everybody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, we're set apart. And, and I was thinking about the, this title, you know, that the Holy Ghost gave us for this meeting, Set Apart. Set Apart, you know, I'm not going to give you a definition, but my definition is, is that it's, you know, you have this over here, a big, uh, a big uh, grouping of something, and then you take something and you set it off to the side in its own place, yes. Yes. right? Away from, but to be set apart for God, yes. that he took us, he shed his blood. Yes. He did that because he loved us. And then We've been set apart for a specific purpose. And the purpose is to have a relationship with him. We did not get saved just to say, yay, I got the badge. Yay, I'm going to heaven. Hallelujah, thank you. I'm going on with my life. When you get saved and born again, there is a whole life ahead of us. There is a whole spectrum of things that we, we get to participate in and see, right? By knowing him and having a relationship with him, we were set apart for a relationship. We were set apart to have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. Every day, every day, every day. Every, I, didn't say, I didn't say like skip a, a week. I said, every day, every moment, every minute, he's my everything. I have a relationship with him. I was created for that. 
That's what you were. You were not created for chaos. But Pastor, my, my life is chaos. No, you weren't created for that. You can't even handle it. You know why? Because we, we have to color our hair. <laughs> you can laugh. It's okay. That's why people color. We, we color our hair because we're getting older. But a lot of us because of stress. Come on. You got a lot of stress going on. We were not created to handle that, y'all. We were not created to carry that. He said in, in his presence is fullness of joy. We can exchange our, our, our chaotic lives, all the stuff going on. We can go in there and exchange all that for his, whatever he has, and take that in. If you need peace, thank you. I'll take some peace. <laughs> if we need joy, thank you. I'll take some joy. Right? So in that, we have what we need. We were set apart for a relationship. I love this verse, Philippians 3.10. I'm going to read it in the Amplified. It's wordy, but I really like it. It says, for my determined purpose is. My determined purpose is that I may know him. That I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. Perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. And that I may in that same way come to know the power overflowing from his resurrection. Yes. And nobody likes this part, but which exerts over other believers. And that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death. And that, where's the rest of it? And that I may so share, yeah, with transformed in the likeness to his death in the hope, go to 11 that if possible, I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection. List me out from among the dead, even while in the body. I'll just stop at the first part, that I might know him. <laughs> that I may know him. Ephesians 5.1 says, therefore be imitators of God as dear children. I want to know him. I want to imitate him. I want to be intimately acquainted with him. I want to spend time with him so that I know what hurts his feelings. I know when not to say something and when to say something. How many of us are getting better at that? Yeah. Yeah. That we might know his personality. You know, he has a, a personality. He cares about what we say and where we go. He cares about those things. That I might be full of him. Full to overflowing. Fullness. Fullness matters that I may know him, and that I might imitate him. I like this verse, James 4, 6. It says, draw near to God and what? You know, God in me, I just don't know. I can't hear him speaking to me. You know, I've heard so many people just diss God because they don't, you know, they don't really give their time or, or any amount of effort. You have to pursue God. <laughs> you go after God. You notice that? It doesn't say, God will draw near to you if you'll draw near to him. What does the verse say? Draw near to God. And what? He will draw near to you. Hmm, interesting. We have a part. We draw near to him. God, I'm just going to, I just love you. I'm just going to spend a few minutes with you this morning. I just thank you. I just praise you. I just magnify you. I thank you for how good you are. Thank you for filling me up today. Yes. And then you go, you're just talking to him yes. like he, he really matters to you and you have a relationship with him. You don't have to go into the King James with him. 
Thou, oh, fatherest. No, you don't have to. No, it's just a relationship. You just talk to him. Like you talk to somebody in an honorable way. Amen. So we are set apart to have a relationship. We are set apart to be strong. I'll, I'll, I'm going quickly, but Galatians 6, 9, it says, Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we do not give in. We will reap, y'all. Let us not grow weary and become discouraged in doing good. How many, how many times do we let that happen to us? We get discouraged. Oh, I'm just not going to go to church this week. I just feel like I got run over by a truck. <laughs> no, we go to church because we love God. We go to church because we love his people. You notice that it takes both. Your life matters, and your life matters in the local church. And when you're not there, it affects other people. I won't go into that. Praise God. So, set apart to be strong. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He increases our strength, Isaiah 40, 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Yes. But you have to do the first part. Yeah. <laughs> they that wait. What are we doing? We're waiting on him. We're waiting in his presence. We're waiting. And as we do that, fullness comes. We're filling up with his presence. Sometimes it's extended time. Sometimes it's short amount of time. But it's constant. It's constant. I'm constantly in the, in the car, at the sink, yes. wherever I am, because I'm busy. How many busy people? I mean, you're just, yeah. you got stuff. There's stuff you're doing. One person was busy. That's amazing. <laughs> One person. I might talk to you afterwards. That's a sign and a wonder. That was a sign and a wonder. <laughs> yeah, but we stay busy, and we get so busy that we leak. Yeah. And before we know it, time has gone by. And we're so, we become so weak. And then the, the enemy, it's kind of like, you ever seen those wildlife channels where the gazelles are out there and they're, and they're, they're doing around, and then the baby gazelles, and, and you're like, oh, and then the baby gazelle goes over like this by itself. And you're like, oh, that's sweet. And then a lion comes. You're like, that's not sweet. That's not, kids, don't look. Okay. I mean, it's not sweet when little baby Fufu goes over there and the lion comes and what does he do? He looks for weakness. Aloneness, yeah, weakness. And so when we stay full, we're able to not, uh, not only ward off the thoughts, the things of the enemy, but we're able to stay strong so we can help other people. It is not only the pastors to keep everybody strong. Hello, hello, knock, knock. Yeah, yeah. We keep ourselves strong. Amen. Amen. A good shepherd loves the sheep. I'm not saying we don't do that, but you keep, we keep ourselves strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Spend time with him in that secret place. Stay full of the word. Stay full by speaking in tongues, stirring up yourselves. Amen. So we were, we were set apart to have a relationship. We were set apart to be strong. But I love the third one. We were set apart to be filled and filled continually. Amen. To be filled continually. Amen. To be filled continually. Continual, fill, continual fullness. <laughs> continual fullness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It, listen, 
It's not time to sit on the sidelines. It is not time to give up. It is not, it is not too hard. The faith life is not too hard. Doing the things of God and having a relationship with him, it's not too hard. You want to know what's hard? Not serving God. Not going after the things of God. Being back in that, in that whole uh, sw- uh, swirl of things that you get into when you get out from underneath that. And all of a sudden you get sucked back into the way that you used to live. And I'm telling you, that's a dark place. That's a dark place. But when you stay full, when you stay in that place, man, there is life. There is abundance. It might seem hard at the time, but you just keep coming. You just keep staying around. You just keep going after the things of God. You keep pursuing him. It is not the time to sit on the sidelines. Jesus is coming soon. He is coming very soon. He he is coming real soon. Let me go to this side and say it. I said he's coming real soon. And we have to be ready, not just on the outside saying he's coming, but we have to be ready on the inside. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Say, Selecanzo. Yeah. <laughs> on the inside, we have to be ready on the inside, on this part, this part. And how we do that? By praying in the Holy Ghost, by stirring ourselves up, by staying full. Amen. So we were set apart to live full. Let's read this last verse. Ephesians 5, 15 in the NLT. I like this. It says, so be careful how you live. Be careful how you live. I like this. Don't live like fools. Man, I know a couple songs I could sing on that one. Don't live like fools. Yeah, the NLT. Don't live like fools, but live like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine. Hello. Because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, which we've been doing tonight, amongst yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. And give thanks for everything to God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So living filled matters. It matters. It matters. It matters how we live. It matters how how we speak. It matters who we're around. It matters because he has a plan and he has a purpose. And he has a mandate for us to fulfill. And he needs every person in their place running their race so that they can do what what they're called to do. Man, that is just like the theme (laughs) is coming out. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. So there are some who deal with this on a regular basis. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I know that that's what I'm supposed to do to start with, but that, that you deal on a regular basis with depression. Yeah. It is like, it is like a constant. And now I'm not saying, oh, I just felt depressed today because I didn't get my Starbucks on time or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about depression. Yeah. Like tries, you yeah. battle it. Yes. It is, a, it is, it has become almost like a stronghold and you're fine one day and the next you're, you're, you, it's, it's difficult for, it's been difficult for you. Listen, there is an, there's an anointing is here tonight to break every, every chain off of you. And another one I've got, 
There's, there's people that deal with addictions. We've had, we've had results with this. Addictions. I used to be addicted to alcohol and drugs. And I don't have time to go into my story. Some people know it. But there, there, that, is a, that is a stronghold. And listen, it, you don't, don't be embarrassed in this place. If, if, you've, if you've dealt with some of these things and you've been in and out of them, nah, tonight, tonight. And, and let me just say this. Uh, so this is kind of like a disclaimer. Now, listen, when hands are laid on you, uh, that's, that's wonderful and the power of God will go in. But you have a part to play. You have a part to play. And I'm so glad people told me this because sometimes we think if, if we just have hands laid, laid on us, it's a magical wand that's going to, yeah, the, the, it's going to put at bay uh, the, the devil and his tactics and, and the things. But you have to deal with this. You still have to deal with your thought life. Unfortunately, <laughs> we have to deal with our thoughts and that's where he attacks us in our thoughts and in our, in our mind. And that's where we have to learn to, to uh, be very strategic in, in, in dealing with him. Amen. Do you guys understand what I'm saying?